Hi, this is William Ramsey. This will be Bioweapon Blue 17, assessing the death and disability from the toxic jab. It's still going on. Got a lot of videos today that I'll share and some slides. And I've queued up 18 already uh, on my desktop and just have a lot of new information still kind of coming out. So um, I'll just start the videos. To. I, I, I pictured Dr. Betsy Eads here today is Thursday in sunny Florida. So it's come to my attention that in Malaysia, the first physician was put to death under the Nuremberg Codes for giving the bioweapon vaccine and killing a patient. Now, this sets a humongous precedence for the rest of the world, the rest of the nations. And it should send a tremendous signal out to nurses, doctors, and hospital staff um, that you can't run and hide from this anymore. There is plenty of VAERS data out there of deaths, permanent disability, and harm. There's plenty of DMED military data out there of deaths, disabilities, and harm. We now know that doctors are reimbursed hundreds of thousands of dollars to give these bioweapon vaccines. Doctors and hospitals are reimbursed up to $400,000 to give the killer combination of remdesivir and ventilation, as well as sedation causing death. I implore the nursing staff, doctors, pharmacists, hospital staff to cease and desist and start speaking out. You know people are dying from the CDC cocktail in the hospital. You know people are dying from the bioweapon vaccines. You need to stop what you're doing. If you have to quit that job and walk away, walk away. These are crimes against humanity. You cannot run, you cannot hide. You will not be able to walk down the street. Nuremberg-like tribunals have started. Whether you're a doctor, a nurse, a pharmacist, a CNA, a lab tech, anyone participating in giving these bioweapon jabs or killing a patient. That includes school headmasters. That that includes principles that includes anywhere where somebody was forced to take an experimental medication without informed consent or a CDC cocktail including ventilation or CDC without consent appropriate consent I'm not talking about written consent I'm talking about appropriate medical consent, including what ingredients they're being given, 
what the side effects of the product are and what studies have been done to prove the efficacy of the product. Because we know the vaccines are bioweapons. They are lipid nano, nanotubes or nano Q dot spot, graphene oxide, which are killing patients. We know remdesivir killed 53% of the patients in the Ebola study. All of this is readily available to nurses, doctors, pharmacists, and healthcare workers all over the world. There is no excuse for continuing to push the bioweapon shots, remdesivir, and ventilation on people. There is no reason to push a fraudulent PCR antigen test, which is doing nothing but collecting genetic material to be passed on for cloning. Please, I implore you to cease and desist what you're doing, nurses, pharmacists, doctors. Walk away if you have to walk away. Repent. Ask for forgiveness. Because if you don't, God will find you. The military will find you. And you will suffer the same death that this Malaysian doctor suffered. And you will deserve it. God bless everybody. This is a Japanese professor speaking in Japanese, so I'll translate. I'll turn down the, the volume. His name is Masanori Fukushima, professor emeritus at Kyoto University. He warns about vaccine harms. Quote, you're ignoring the science. It's a disaster. You spend billions on the vaccine and force people to inject it, inject it due to the vaccine's natural immunity has been suppressed. So here it is, but I'll turn down and kind of talk over him. Don't overlook written reports. You can't help but want to hide it. This is a case of drug harm. Mr. Kawada suffered greatly. Therefore, we will eradicate drug harm risks at all costs. This country has learned its lesson about drug harm and has become a country that will never suffer drug harm again. But you forcefully ignore it and you spend trillions of yen importing vaccines for this country and inciting the population. So it's not good at all. Last year, I thought it would be a problem if this vaccine spread. And I decided it was delusional to think a vaccine would fix the pandemic. In professional magazines, the misunderstanding has finally come to light. And now it is understood how dangerous it is. Wrap the MNRA into nanoparticles. Every cell engulfs it and the cells transform. This is what I know now. The mechanism is clear. Immediately dissolve the evaluation committee and investigate all cases. This is the conclusion. And all those who have fallen ill after being vaccinated should not delay informing their medical institution. Don't be slow. Not sure what will happen. Cardiovascular disease, autoimmune disease, 
susceptibility to infection and oncoming to the brain. The nanoparticles are absorbed by the brain. A stupid scientist would say they can't cross the blood barrier, so it's okay. I mean, I'm not a fool. It can suppress natural immunity. That's why it didn't spread in Japanese at first. Because they have salivary immunoglobin in their saliva, and they have this kind of resistance to the coronavirus. However, due to vaccination, natural immunity has been suppressed. This is what happened. I don't think it will subside at all. It will spread more and more. Most people already have post-vaccination infections. The people who have the disease right now are not the ones who haven't been vaccinated, but the ones who've been vaccinated. The data presented by the Ministry of Health, Labor, and Welfare speak for themselves. I delivered them all. I think that's important. It just shows that this uh, event is being exposed globally. So that's Japan. I did two. Um, two of the series were from Switzerland. So they're coming to the similar conclusions. Listen to what they said, your government wants you dead, with booster jabs at last forevermore. It's beginning to look a lot like genocide, with every chair you see. But the only thing you'll see if you're watching BBC is that the shots all fake. Boris has said to the Grandi, you dead as soon as you possibly can. If you don't comply, he'll give you a fine and drag you away in a van. He'll make sure you won't be spending Christmas with your man. It's beginning to look a lot like genocide in every hospital. But the nurses dance all day while the doctors count their pay, and there's no one there to take your call. It's beginning to look a lot like genocide. They're jamming kids in school, but if you're out of luck, Big Pharma doesn't give a fuck, and it's all your fault. One day we'll see these bastards swinging. This is the creepy 2012 Olympic ceremony.
And this is uh, Eric Schmidt of, I think it's Missouri DA. He uh, deposed Anthony Fauci. They want to cling to their solutions. Uh, they're fooling themselves and they're hurting society. Dr. Ramin Oskwe there, the brilliant. All right, joining us now is the man behind Fauci's deposition, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt. He's also Missouri's senator-elect. We're so excited about that. Uh, Mr. Attorney General, the um, official transcript of the depot has not been released, but what else can you tell us about Fauci's appearance? Well, for a guy that uh, proclaimed to be he was the science and this all-knowing being, it turns out his middle name was I don't recall. So we got a lot of that. We got a lot of that in the seven hours, but we were able to extract, I think, some really important information. First, uh, the lab leak. Uh, he was very well aware that this was a credible theory, much more credible than what he landed on. But they immediately went, I think because they knew they were exposed because his agency was funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan, uh, went to discredit that and label anybody that came out with that uh, just weeks later as a conspiracy theorist. Secondly, as far as the response, Fauci sends, along with the World Health Organization delegation, his chief lieutenant, Dr. Lane, to go there, and they witness uh, these really extreme measures, these lockdowns that China was imposing, uh, and they praised it. And Fauci was completely on board with that. And who knows what we might have ended up with even more extreme measures, but he was certainly on board with that and confirmed that in his deposition. And thirdly, uh, as relates to masks, a friend actually emails him in February of 2020 asking him if she should wear a mask on a plane. And he says, basically, masks are ineffective. Uh, later on, in, on March 31st, there's some emails with more studies to confirm that. Then on April 3rd, he does an about face and says, you know, masks are completely necessary. Mandates follow. Lives are ruined. And COVID tyranny is born. What's clear from this depot uh, Laura, is that when Fauci speaks, big tech censors, and that's what this lawsuit's all about. Well, today on CNN, uh, Fauci was asked about the lab leak theory, and here's what he said. It's possible that there's a lab leak, but if you look at the viruses that the NIH funded to study bat viruses in a surveillance way to see what's out there, it would be essentially molecularly impossible for those viruses to turn into SARS-CoV-2. I can't tell you what's going on in all of China and in other things. Oh yeah, there couldn't have been any <laughs> passaging done of the virus at all. I mean, I've talked to people who are really, really smart and frankly, we're so far ahead of the curve, it's not even funny on these issues. And they basically just say that Anthony Fauci is lying. They're just saying flat out he's yeah. lying. Your reaction there? Yeah, look, yeah, the lab leak theory is completely plausible. Uh, in fact, it's way more likely um, than than the animal reservoir theory that they landed on. And what's interesting is he saw different drafts of a report um, uh, in a medical journal that was being sent to him in real time that got more and more critical of the lab leak theory. He's in a press conference then in March and all of a sudden proclaims that this couldn't have been from a lab leak and sort of surprises everybody because that's where most scientists sort of at the time thought was happening considering the, the research that was being done in Wuhan. By the way, in a lab that didn't have the proper security protocols, it was being funded by his agency. So that's the reason why he's so dismissive. But I'll give you one other tidbit, Laura, that I think is so revealing here is that in this deposition, the seven-hour deposition after lunch, the court reporter sneezed 
And um, said she had, you know, allergies when he asked her questions. He wanted her to wear a mask. Okay. So here's the thing. This is November. This is November 2022. And this is the mentality of the guy who was in charge essentially of now destroying our economy, destroying livelihoods and lives, forcing the masking of our school kids. And this is his mentality. So I think this was always about, Laura, you've talked about it. I've talked about it. This was always about power and control, never about the science. Uh, and he's willing to sort of make it up as he goes along. And people were, you know, had candles dedicated to him. But I think that everything's being exposed now, which is why this lawsuit's so yeah. important. Yeah, well, he was always jealous of those lockdowns in Europe and in, in China, clearly. I mean, if, if, if he could wave his magic wand, we'd all still be locked down, you know, ordering Uber Eats. Mr. Attorney General, thank you for filing this lawsuit. Vaccine ways. And, and I added the report they did on lactation that shows that babies who are nursing are getting sick from vaccinated mothers, and at least one has died. And I showed, I, I posted and integrated their report that showed that of 270 women who got pregnant in the trials, 230 plus were disappeared, their records vanished from sight in the trials. But that of the 36 or so, 28 of their babies died. 28 of 36 women's babies died in the Pfizer trials. And then uh, an Israeli journalist named Etana Hecht um, added to our analysis three studies that show that there is a baby die-off. And we talked about this a little bit, but this substack puts it all together in a terrifying way. A baby die-off in Scotland, in Canada, and there's actually a baby die-off all over the world. You're going to see a huge drop in fertility worldwide that will have huge economic, political, sociological events like empty schoolrooms, things like that. It's going to be incredible. Israel, in Scotland, twice the number of babies died. In Ontario, Canada, 86 babies died. The average is five or six. And in Israel, uh, deaths to vaccinated mothers are up 34%. So um, that's there. 100,000 people saw it in 24 hours. And I don't know if that's the reason I'm 70% non grata, but it's definitely, uh, it should be making news. It's, it's the biggest news. On July 28, 2021, my father walked into the emergency room with COVID-19. For weeks, my family and I sat by as we watched the standard of procedure bring them closer and closer to death. And even when we were told there was no other options, all of our requests for any alternative treatments were continuously denied. You know what? The standard of care, he should have been vaccinated as well. No, this is a clear evidence of one of these kill murder protocols I've talked about, denying certain standards of cares. I mean, it's incredible. They 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 want you dead. Despite being shot down repeatedly by the hospital, I was able to connect with several experts around the world who encouraged me to keep fighting for the treatments that our government is suppressing. 
After weeks of nonstop research, I gained access to the real-time meta-analysis on the drug ivermectin, which now includes 81 studies, 61 of them peer-reviewed, and 33 randomized controlled trials. The drug is FDA-approved and has been used safely in humans for decades around the world. In 2015, it won the Nobel Prize. It is cheap and widely available, and it has far more science behind it than any other drug we are using to treat COVID. Yet for some reason, the FDA is blocking the hospitals from filling prescriptions, and the mainstream media is misleading people into thinking it's not safe for humans. When I first learned this, I couldn't believe in myself either. How could there be a drug with so much science behind it and I'm being told there's no other options? So I looked up the email format for a hospital employee and sent the studies to all of my dad's doctors. I also printed them out and brought them in in person and demanded my dad the right to try. On August 13th, he became the first person that they ever treated with ivermectin. He received 12 milligrams a day for five days, and within two weeks, he was on the road to the miraculous recovery that we all witnessed. Yet for some reason, when the family in the room next door was begging to try, they were told they weren't allowed because the FDA put a ban on it September 2nd. We are two years into this pandemic. Why is the government still forcing dangerous treatment? We are two years into this pandemic. Why is the government still forcing dangerous treatments like remdesivir and banning the safe and effective ones? Not only are they banning them, but any doctor or scientist who speaks about them is being censored and deplatformed. Our medical professionals who are risking their lives to save us are being forced to watch patients die while there is a safe and effective treatment in the pharmacy right downstairs. They are understaffed and overworked because we fired our heroes over a vaccine that clearly doesn't stop the spread. I know a lot of people will find this shocking and offensive, but I just can't go on enjoying our victory without sharing the truth with the world. Over the last few months, I've worked directly with dozens of families who are experiencing the same problems in hospitals around the country. So we had seven doses of ivermectin. She has dramatically increased. This is how we saved my wife. This isn't a conspiracy. This is actually happening. And it could be you or your loved one next. Over 20 countries have already adopted ivermectin as treatment. This is the United States of America. Why are people on their deathbeds being denied access to life-saving treatments? Why does it feel like the people who are supposed to be protecting us are purposely trying to cover up the medicine that works? So why would we not commit to sharing everything open unredacted with this Congress? So, so here's an example. Dr. Fauci, uh, this hearing is critically important to the American people. There are millions of people infected with the COVID virus. It is impacting every part of our economy. Every family is asking for answers to critical questions. Bleak documents from the Department of Defense state that this virus was created by the American Eco Health Alliance at the Wuhan Institute of Virology and was then intentionally concealed when the virus managed to escape the lab and take the lives of millions. They also state that ivermectin was identified as a cure back in April of 2020 for all phases of the disease, yet it is still impossible for us to get. Why? Is it because no money can be made off this cheap off-patent drug? Pfizer is expected to bring in 54 billion. Would a cheap and effective treatment get in the way of big pharma's profits? Have the people in power really been truthful? Pfizer wants to do what I think is pretty good. 
companies, the food companies, the vaccine companies. So they pay us hundreds of millions of dollars a year to hire and keep the reviewers to approve their products. So they can get every person required an annual vaccine. That is a recurring return of money. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. Nobody's safe with Biden in office. No one. Efficacy of ivermectin in all of these phases is just truly remarkable. We know how effective it is. Any pharmaceutical company can manufacture out of patent and not, not high profit. This becomes part of the issue with highlighting it, right? There's no money can be made off ivermectin. They cannot grant an emergency use authorization if there is an existing treatment that is safe and effective, right? The vaccines would not have been authorized if ivermectin was understood to be what it is. And that, I have the sense, is the key thing that explains everything else. They are. The CDC and FDA are the sponsors of the U.S. vaccine program. Now Bobby Kennedy has his book out, The Real Anthony Fauci. I can tell you that if you want to find the evidence that Moderna was working on the vaccine before the virus ever emanated out of the lab, if you wanted to find the, the collusions and how all this was organized, they published this. It says it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to come over here to the United States. It's going to shut down cities and frighten people. There's going to be confusion regarding the drug, hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. And we're going to utilize all that in order to railroad the population into mass vaccination. It's laid out in the Johns Hopkins SPARS pandemic training seminar. It's just hard to imagine being a person denying treatment and then to cast this judgment on them. Why weren't you vaccinated? We're not going to treat you. You know what? The standard of care... He should have been vaccinated as well. I mean, but this is what's happening to a lot of patients. That's what's happened to 800,000 Americans. And so this is why you believe that at least 50% of those deaths could have been prevented. That was in November of 2020, under sworn testimony. Maybe it's 90% now if we got what you got. The facts are clear. The NIH did fund gain-of-function research in Wuhan. Be sure, your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing fairly well. That's why we need the money. There are people who are dying, and who will die, who didn't have to. What more do you need to see? This is a statement due to the decline. This is happening. So Switzerland, Hungary, declines of uh, fertility of babies. I don't know how long it's going to go on for, but it's a disaster. The birth rate fell by 20% compared to the same period last year. What is even more worrying is that fertility has also fallen, something not seen since 2011. Researcher at the KRTK Institute of Economics points out that this drastic decline came just nine months after the COVID mass vaccinations began in Hungary. Our homeland movement is the only party that opposed the introduction of compulsory vaccination, and we are still the only party to advocate the policy of honestly facing the problem even though it is the state's duty to investigate whether this brutal decline is linked to that factor.
Tucker. Just real quickly, let's go back for a go to Jeffrey Hunter, um, Jeffrey Tucker. What um, the fifty percent on on the data? You're saying fifty percent of the children in, in this in this forty two slide deck. There's a there's a, actually a slide there that shows that fifty percent of the person of the children that were in the test group had an I'm adverse uh, reaction. I'm looking at the data right now. Fifty uh, percent. This is the VSAFE ACIP data. And this is slide 27, just so we're all aligned. It shows any injection site reaction, dose one, two, three, is in the 70 to 80% for all children. Uh, systemic reactions vary from dose one at about 58% up to about 72%. Those with health impacts range on dose one at 10%. And up to dose three or with a booster dose at 32%. Uh, children unable to perform daily activities after inoculation ranges from 10% after dose one to about 32%. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, no, 20, I would say 10% up to uh, a maximum of about 25%. So one in four children unable to perform daily activities after the inoculation, unable to attend work or school after dose three, it goes up to about 20%. Um, these are stunning numbers. And this is from 4,362 participants who completed the survey between December 9th, 2021 and August 21st, 2022. This is a, a video of Bus, a bus with wanted signs, Rothschild, Schwab, the CDC, Big Pharma, Catlick, Gates, Fauci. This is the Danish prime minister is being confronted with the uh, death toll and injuries. She just walks away. Do you have a comment about the 83,000 Danes who died from the so-called COVID vaccines? Don't push me. Your security pushes her. She wants it. Any comments on the 150,000 have been injured? How do you feel about the fact you lied about immunity for you? Because people can't address this. It's incredible. I can't even answer it. This is the woman who is murdering Danish children. That's right. Murdering Danish adults. All right. It must be weird too. One of the things of all these like security people, it's probably the same in the states too. He's like, "How can you do this? How can you support this? Like, how do you go to work if you work for the FBI or Secret Service? Like, I mean, Biden's obviously a fraud. Like, he didn't get eighty-one million votes. Like, what's it like? Like, how do you look at yourself in the mirror? What do you guys talk about? It must be so strange, like that you got into these like security or the CIA to protect freedom and just." walk all over it it's incredible I'm watching these kids die so you support all these people it's incredible like, 
I mean, how, how much different are you than them, honestly? If you're supporting this? So strange. Okay, guys, love you. See, look at this guy. So he wants his ID. He wants to check him out. What's this guy's life like? He's got his little nifty earbud, so he's communicating. Yeah, we're going to prop this up so we can kill some more children. That's really it. How can you escape damnation? How can you escape the damnation of God if you're one of these security people all over the world, really? And what was right now, people are doing, looking at the, the research, they're saying, oh man, the mass uh, will hurt the kids. Now we, we banned the mass in Florida um uh, with, with the legislature with the parents bill of rights and, and and other actions but you know the reality is that was not grounded in data it was not grounded in evidence it was basically the current thing you know people would put in their twitter profile a mask you know in a, in a syringe and that was like their identity and it was ridiculous they lied to us about the mrna shots they said if you take it you will not get covid that is false that is not true and they continue to say, even now when the evidence is so overwhelming, uh, that not only is that not true, people that have multiple boosters, you know, you're at, you're definitely at risk of getting it. There's no question about that. So, so it's just time and time again, I think you've seen ideology placed over over data and evidence. And then what happens is, is that they will say something like, okay, six weeks of masks will end COVID. So that's what they claim. It doesn't happen. And then what they'll do is they will kind of move the goalposts and say, well, you know, only 95% wore it. So now, and they will constantly uh, try to shift because they will never admit that their ideology was, was incorrect. So that's very, very dangerous when you're looking at all these things. When we get into pregnancy, we're looking at a substantial increase in miscarriages and birth defects, a substantial risk. This is from Died Suddenly. Fetal documentary. Cardiac arrhythmia, fetal cardiac malformations, significant fetal growth slowing, significant reduction in amniotic fluid, fetal cardiac arrest. Are you saying babies are having heart attacks? Yes. The vaccine causes a significant inflammatory effect. Three different safety monitoring systems. Again, they found no significant safety signals for the mother or for the fetus, because we have to remember in obstetrics, we're dealing with two patients. So no increased risks to be vaccinated while pregnant. Anything that causes inflammation in my business, in my area of expertise, causes damage, injury, death, and destruction in pregnancy. We've known that for half a century about this. This is pretty incredible. This is like Fauci dodging questions and letting this other hack, you know, help him avoid answering real questions. Why can't you just answer this question about the origins of COVID? Simple. Just say, we don't know. Why don't you just, Fauci, just say it's zoonotic. Came out of, instead it's Dodge, which tells you a lot. 13%. We have a process here. 
I'm not calling out on people who yell. And you're being, you're being, you're being disrespectful to your colleagues and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. And also you're taking time off the clock because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I, I'm done. I'm not going, I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. This guy should be already be in jail. It is not. It is not your turn. It is not your turn. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. This is a disrespectful. It is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. What happens is that if you what happens is that if you look at the anti-China approach that clearly the Trump administration had right from the very beginning, and the accusatory nature, the Chinese are going to flinch back and say, oh, sorry, we're not going to talk to you about it, which is not correct. But they're not talking to the Biden administration about it either. Exactly. I think that horse is out of the barn, and they're very suspicious of anybody trying to accuse them. We need to have an open dialogue with their scientists and our scientists, keep the politics out of it, and let the scientists, because these are scientists that we've known for decades. And what happens is that there's a distinct anti-science flavor to this. So if they get up and criticize science, nobody's going to know what they're talking about. But if they get up and really aim their bullets at Tony Fauci, well, people can recognize there's a person there, there's a face, there's a vice you can recognize, you see him on television. So it's easy to criticize, but they're really criticizing science because I represent science. This is just pure snake oil. In the name of the Galactic Senate of the Republic, as we get into the winter, it makes sense that you might want to get a... He's still pushing the kill shot. ...that day before you come into a place in which you might be infected and spread it or other people who might be there in order to protect. So this... Masking is important, but you can count masking, vaccine, boosting, testing. All of that is part of the spectrum of protecting yourself and your as immune compromised. This is another liar, Hancock out of the UK, just totally downplaying vitamin D as efficacious. And it's been proven to be very important in combating COVID. It's an important component. So this guy, who knows how many people he killed? many things that we've looked into uh, to see whether it reduces the incidence or the impact of uh, coronavirus and i've seen uh, reports that it does so we therefore put it into a uh, into a, a trial and unfortunately the results were uh, that it doesn't appear to have any impact so that is the latest uh, cl uh, clinical advice which of course is always kept under review vitamin d is one of the real leader the best way i believe to counter misinformation and disinformation is to spread good information, to spread in science-based information, to have trusted voices. So I started my comments by reminding everybody that America's physicians, like the real leaders of American medicine, the people you trust for your cancer care and your heart care and your pediatrics care, 
are out there telling you you need to go get a vaccine. You can decide to trust America's physicians or you can trust some random dude on Twitter. Like, yeah, so that's sort of, this is like rhetoric. It's not science-based statements, some random dude on Twitter. A lot of the people who are in the top echelons of the U.S. healthcare system are bought and sold by Big Pharma. They're really just front, just like Fauci probably is. Certainly Walensky. They're paid off. So people he's talking about is a joke. They've already murdered hundreds of thousands of people. So what are your choices? If not millions. I mean the, the guesstimates Hallinan's done it worldwide, 15, 20 million from the shot. Not from COVID. Best way I believe to counter misinformation and disinformation is to spread good information, to spread in science-based information, to have trusted voices. So I started my comments by reminding everybody that America's physicians, like the real leaders of American medicine, the people you trust for your cancer care and your heart care and your pediatrics care are out there telling you you need to go get a vaccine. You can decide to trust America's physicians or you can trust some random dude on Twitter. Like those are your choices. This is uh, another monster World Economic Forum tool. Friends with a lot of pedophiles, actually, um, but totally lying right here. He should be jailed for this lie because he told them he never downplayed anybody or insulted anybody, but he called them all racists and homophobes or whatever. Unite Canadians and not divide them by engaging in name calling. Uh, I did not call people who are unvaccinated names. Mais aussi des gens qui sont farouchement opposés à la vaccination. Sont extrémistes. Qui croient pas dans la science, qui sont souvent misogynes, souvent racistes. Yeah. Woman haters, racists, don't believe in science. I actually don't have a problem with vaccination. I don't, I don't that's like the, one of the false premises or premises that they keep banding about is that you're actually anti-vaccination. I'm against anti toxic shots. So if somebody gave me like a broken up virus in saline, yeah, no problem. That's not, that's the problem is that that's not what you're getting. There's all kinds of additives. They've even admitted it in their own documents, graphene oxide. I don't want that. It's a joke. And they know what they're doing. At least the people on the top, some of these other idiots are just repeating talking points. Like I don't, they probably haven't looked into it and they've gotten zapped by big pharma, pharmacia sorcery problems in the manufacturing and uh i had explained uh once before on how this works i mean and, and all mothers and, and fathers who are making soup in the kitchen know what happens when there's fat in water uh you know and lipid means fat lipid nanoparticles tend to separate in whatever concoction they're floating around in and the problem that that we that has been described to me is that there, it's created in these big vats. And you were talking about the integrity of the mRNA. Well, you can't shape the vats. You can't store the vats. You don't stir the vats because the mRNA integrity is, is disrupted by that. So you get all these pieces and particles. Um, and they, I think the, the, the base level of pieces and particles, they want to have, I think it's 50%. If they got to 50% you know, coherent in the mRNA, they, were okay. they would approve the batches. But the other thing that happens just in the process uh, is that there's this little separation and clumping of the fats, the lipids. 
And so we know they rise to the top in the, you know, in the pot on the stove. Same thing happens. Well, the, the vials are coming through at the bottom. So you get very different concentrations. This is what I understand. As those vials are filled and as that vat is empty. So it could be very little at the beginning and it could be very strong at the top. And it just so just in a single process, you get a huge variety of, um, you know, of, of concentration of the mRNA particles. It's very different from the top of the vat to the bottom of the vat. A deadly virus emanating from Wuhan, China is sweeping across the globe. Something is off. lockdowns, devastating economic damage, huge violations of personal freedom, families separated from their loved ones, all in the name of a medical emergency. Things won't go back to truly normal until we have a vaccine that we've gotten out to the entire world. What we have of protecting our communities is to get a needle in every arm. I am not going to follow what you are suggesting and let the virus slaughter my patients. I'm watching what's happening. This is a treatable illness. I don't think this is a matter of academic debates and confusion, but the evidence shows is this is an organized criminal enterprise. They call this a business opportunity. People need to know the truth. We are witnessing the greatest organized crime in history to the tune of trillions of dollars. The biopharmaceutical complex is using censorship, propaganda, and manipulation to keep people living in fear. But what we need now is courage. now because uh, there is a clear recognition that this myocarditis in some people can lead to a scar. The scar is a small area of like a scar you see on your skin, but the electricity goes down and when it goes through the scar, it just it depolarizes slowly, then it loops up and it forms re-entry. And when re-entry occurs during a normal cardiac depolarization, that's the nidus for ventricular tachycardia or VT, and that is a heart rhythm in me or you that can be well over 200 beats a minute it starts to make us dizzy and if we don't do something it degenerates to ventricular fibrillation and then we're gone we're on the floor and cpr is started and if you see any of these montages of these athletes when this happens they go down like a rock 
they can't even hold out their hands to protect themselves. They're just absolutely slamming to the floor. We have seen uh, montage after montage of people having sudden uh, cardiac death. It's called sudden adult death syndrome. Yeah. And, you know, myself and, and a female Hotra, a prominent cardiologist in the UK, have come up with the same conclusion that when we see a young person now who's previously healthy, no antecedent illness, and they suddenly die, and the two patterns are dying in sleep, typically from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m., or dying during sports. By the way, both of those time periods, there's a rise in norepinephrine, epinephrine, which is probably a internal trigger for this. Um, and there's no suicide, there's no drug overdose, there's no motor vehicle accident. It is the COVID-19 vaccine and subclinical myocarditis, like in the Gill paper, until the parents come out or the family comes out and they tell us otherwise. The family can clear this up. Now, if they come out and say, listen, they didn't take the vaccine, okay, we'll, 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 we'll lay down our concern. But let's be conservative yes. and assume right now that these are fatal vaccine-induced myocarditis cases. This is a um, flight log of a pilot who died in flight, literally just after takeoff in Chicago. It's about five minutes long. It's November 19th, 2022. 8 a.m., 8 p.m., sorry. Okay,
this as soon as you'd like. If there's a visual approach, you let me know when. Let's throw you now for 
and a friend's son who was 33 years old, and people don't see what's happening. And then William says, all that were exempt, Congress, FDA, CDC should be given the full round plus one more at one time. And LLJ says, lost four classmates in six days last week. One had three strokes, 50 years old. And, um, Tolbling says, it's been going on a while now, actually. I've lost count of how many early 20 kids from my work have working age parents who have died suddenly in their sleep. It seems like they're all taking bereavement leave to bury their folks anymore. So sad. Next slide is no P. My client's son died of a heart, heart attack two days post fourth jab. Was a single dad who leaves behind two young girls, two young kids. My client now is a dad and grandpa. It's always the children that get affected the most. We failed as a society as we have. And there will be uh, a lot of needs for adoptions and stuff like that because there's a slide up here where both parents died. So these kids. Irish golf pro, pro Gary Wardlow, 42, teed off into the great hereafter last week when he died suddenly and unexpectedly, leaving behind a wife, Suzanne, and three boys, Jackson, Luke, and Carter. Gary's cause of death has not been released. I can take a guess. Holy moly says, two neighbors of mine died two weeks apart, both women early 50s. Two consultants from work also died two weeks apart, both men late 60s. And then Will responds, I've been haunting the obituaries of my old hometown. It's starting to see peers dropping like flies. Startling to see peers dropping like flies. And the Nephilim responds, there's one other guy at work that didn't succumb to the pressure to get vaxxed. We daily plan on how we are going to run the department when we are left in charge. Susie says, statistically outrageous. One company, three spontaneous deaths. Odds have to be outrageous, but we know why. Prayers for all family, friends, and coworkers. Jackie then said, how awful. This was warned about, and now it's coming true. So sad and worrying for people forced to have the jabs to keep their jobs. And Todd says, yep, very sad. I lost. I have lost six family members suddenly and three friends this year alone. Wow. Claudia, this is so scary. Texas says, so sad. Prayers for their family and friends. Tracy then responds, by the time they start talk, taking global excess deaths seri seriously, will be by the time they can blame lockdowns, recession, healthcare backlogs, etc." Anything but the injections. Yeah, they're gaslighting everybody. It's a massive gaslight, global gaslight going on, lying about it. Justin Hart writes, November 16th, 2022, COVID lockdowns disqualified Trump in 2024. 15 days to stop the spread turned into an eternity. Kelly then writes, 12-year-old who was at the top of transplant list in 2021, then taken off because she had not gotten the shots, put back on list after two shots, and now has rejected the kidney. Inadequate blood flow to the new kidney. Right. Kate writes, it's absolutely wild to have an illness that's literally a single tiny notch above late stage AIDS and have almost no one in your life that understands this severity. Never mind having a healthcare or state disability system that understands it. Every time I, and then Emily responds, every time I tell people this, they think I'm lying, but the research has existed for a while. It's up to medical professionals to accept. This is kind of the V-AIDS type stuff. Or encephalomyalgic encephalomyelitis, which is ME, which people are getting from the shot. And this is when we said the science was settled. It wasn't, and we lied at your loved one's expense. 
And this is a quote from Catherine Jensen from Pfizer, who wrote, we got creative. We couldn't wait for data. We had to do so at much, much at risk. We flew the airplane while we were still building it. All the bureaucracy fell away. That was recently retired head of vaccine R&D at Pfizer, Catherine Jensen. Their exposure is off the charts. Died suddenly. High school linebacker Isaiah Banks died suddenly in his home from a mysterious medical issue. He joins the growing massive grave, mass grave of 16-year-old healthy athletes stolen from this world in the prime of their youth. That's right. This is from the expose. CDC study confirms COVID vaccination increases risk of suffering autoimmune disease, affecting heart by 13,200%. This is the grand jury that's already been done. Reiner Fulmick. Um, experts from the World Health Organization, United Nations, British Secret Services, the U.S. and U.K. military, the CDC, Pfizer, and governmental health agencies reveal a criminal agenda to implement worldwide tyranny under the guise of pandemics. Victor writes, August 15th, 2022. Remember when the government told you that everyone who was unvaxxed was going to get COVID and die? Yeah, I don't remember that either. The David, who's here, he wrote that his grandmother, father, and mother injected 21, February 21, grandmother gone, July 21, father gone, October 21, mother had now his Parkinson's. Was the, and this is a question from the Daily Skeptic. Was the pandemic orchestrated as a trial run for responding to a biological attack? That's November 2022. Concerned Dad writes, in Health Canada, top doctors, doctors, politicians knew prior to June 30th, 2021, that these vaccines could and would damage people's hearts, yet they still coerced and forced people to take it. Someone needs to pay. So they had the evidence. They all had the evidence. Walensky had the evidence. She has it through her be safe documents that like 7% of the people needed medical treatment off the charts. They know it. U.S. FDA willfully blind on the safety of COVID-19 vaccination. How our regulatory agency got out of the way from the beginning, November 18th. This is from Israel. This is Retsef Levy or Levi. Leaked videos show how Israeli authorities are actively hiding critical information about side effects of the vaccines. Yeah, they are. All the governments are covering it up. I think it was uh, Rose was the doctor who caught them decreasing uh, numbers of reports in Europe. So they were definitely doing it, which isn't surprising. This is another example. Oh, this is the what I just mentioned, Jessica Rose, November 19th, um, which is forwarded by Peter Halligan. He writes, if you cover up a crime, did you actually commit it? Actually, as Winston was aware, the chocolate ration was to be reduced from 30 grams to 20 at the end of the present week. All that was needed was to substitute for the original promise a warning that it would probably be necessary to reduce the ration at some time in April. That's from 1984. But the title of Jessica Rose, who I recommend people check out, is the foreign data set was gutted this week in VAERS, and the cancer signal was halved. The myocarditis dose 3 response signal was lost, and 994 spontaneous abortion stillbirths were dropped. Wow. It's just off the charts, man. This is just a this is just a contact. If you want to contact me, always send me an email. I check my email all the time. My email is William Ramsey Investigates at ProtonMail.com. Not hard. 
And then this is her evidence showing that they, they were de decreasing the reports. I mean, it's just criminal actions. Unbelievable. This is Geert Vandenbosch. Could vaccine antibody-dependent enhancement of disease severity is coming. So... Um, Just shows all the effects of this vaccine. <laughs> Government of Samoa vaccinating people. Dennis right here writes, can I tell you that the net effect of the COVID campaign was to kill 1.3 million Americans living in poverty and physically and mentally disabled? Yes, I did in great detail. See my pinned post. So he's saying that the COVID campaign killed off poor people and the physically and mentally disabled. That was November 18th, 2022. And then Al AE responds to him. You have, I, li I have listed, listened to your talks. You've said this all along. It breaks my heart. And this control group response. This reminds me of something from history. Sarah writes, seeing my long COVID kid's daughter struggling with a huge trash and not managing to do anything apart from lie in bed or on the sofa doing nothing brings mixed feelings. Absolute heartbreak that she and others have to go through this. Anger that the government did not protect them. Letting, that's November 19th, 2022. Letting it rip through schools, anger and frustration at the gaslighting she experiences from medical professionals, professionals in school, the media, and general public. No one chooses to live the way she's doing. She's desperate to get her life back, back to school. Back to taking part in hobbies. This country is in complete denial at the extent of the issue, and nothing will be done until there's acknowledgement of the scale. In the meantime, we are so grateful to the long COVID kids and those who continue to fight for our children and friendships we've made from there. Rant over. There's just something the head of the Fed came out and said that there was like millions of people taken out of the workforce from disability in the U.S. alone. Like it's a, it's a catastrophe. And I think he just kind of glossed over it. But there's a ton of disabled people. Seven figures. One of those people writes, Sorry, late with the stats for the last two days. We have had a slight decrease compared with last week, it seems. Only 53 patients, 11 to 72. Two, two or three shots. Presenting with blood clots, strokes, arrhythmias, and three heart attacks. Also three babies dead in utero. Professor Karen Phelps write, Australia COVID, patients wait months for answers on vaccine injury claims and not all severe or persistent COVID vaccine injuries have been managed in the hospital. Humiliating and degrading. Tracy writes, remember the Irish doctors who stood firm and upheld their Hippocratic oath under threat of suspension by the Irish Medical Council? The sacrifices of these men and women have made should never be forgotten. So there's some courageous doctors out there. Uh, coach paid the price for myocarditis. This is by Peter McCullough, November 20th. COVID-19 vaccine-induced myocarditis in older men. No risk it or no biscuit. Coach Bruce Arian pays the price. That's the pictures. Um, he's hospitalized due to myocarditis. Buccaneers are 100% vaccinated. It's not a vaccine, by the way. It's uh, gene therapy. They changed the definition. Lex writes, I've woken up to a text saying my work colleague died suddenly last night from heart attack. 
This is the third person age 35 to 45 I personally know in less than the last month. This was not happening pre-mRNA technology. That suddenly news stories deleted by Facebook when they have deleted the Facebook group with 300,000 members. It could have reached a million and, and saved thousands. Yes, it could. I guess it's on their third iteration right now. But yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is in on it. He's in on the mass murder. He's not giving people the information to save their lives. So he's culpable. These are all monsters. Heart of Oak writes, November 20th, 2022. The third 40-year-old spouse of my nephew died suddenly in, in the last few days. Platelet count collapsed after her jab. Heart problems and after a couple of days, a couple of years death. No one is mentioning this side naturally because they're probably afraid it could happen to them. David writes, Google has started suppressing search results, results for died suddenly. They are in damage control mode, but the truth is coming out. Yes, it is. You're in a you're in a fascist kill state. It's no longer a free republic. Sorry. Liar.com writes another one. 56-year-old Alberta doctor died suddenly. His name was Sean Grondin. Death occurred after the fourth or fifth COVID shot he had. Will an autopsy be conducted? If the jab is causing these mysterious deaths, AHS leadership should be held criminally liable for mandating. Yeah, they should. They should. Brexit Duck writes, November 15th, my friend died suddenly last night. He was 38 and climbed mountains for fun. WTF is going on. Roberta, three people from Hubby's work died suddenly and unexpectedly this week. It's starting November 16th. Maybe I repeated that one. A book just came out by Ed Dowd. I recommend people check. Oh, it's coming out December 13th. Sorry. Title of it is Cause Unknown. The Epidemic of Sudden Deaths in 2021 and 2022, published by Children's Health Defense. That's the um, Robert F. Kennedy nonprofit, I believe. This is Thomas. Um, this is one of those stories about getting boosted and dying. So he wrote January 20th, 2022. Just a friendly reminder, if you don't get vaccinated and boosted, when it's available, you're an a-hole. Then he writes, Thomas. January 16th, 2022, in honor of DC's new finally vaccine requirements for restaurants, I'm making my husband show me his vaccine card each time he comes into the kitchen. And then in May 17th, 2022, Thomas writes, it's four in the morning and I can't sleep. My husband and partner of almost 20 years died last night. It was sudden and unexpected. I am bereft. Jack writes, it's killing us family's horror arm wrestle with vax scheme. A family has accused the government vaccine compensation scheme of medical gaslighting after it seemingly shrugged off a chorus of expert evidence. Yeah. Gaslighting is incredible. It's a global gaslighting. They're lying and killing people. It's amazing. Dr. Simone Gold writes, it's a dangerous time in history when physicians are investigated for sharing medical information that is supported by the current literature and scientific studies. They demanded we comply with their false narrative, but we organized and fought back instead. So she's got some documents from the California Medical Board. And then this, I already kind of repeated this. This is uh, Catherine Jansen saying, we flew the airplane while we were still building it. Wow. These are all going to go into court. Tell me. Is it going to be the biggest litigation since cigarettes or tobacco? So 
because this is from the FLCCC, I'll repeat, you can go to the FLCCC and get protocols. If you took the jab, you want to start detoxing, autophagy, fasting, take, I've heard taking ivermectin, believe it or not, gets all this stuff out of your body. This is Halligan again, November 20th, C-19 injection, global death toll, somewhere between 9 and 45 million. It's embarrassing that you that right now, this technology, you cannot get something more clear than that. Injuries somewhere between 840 million and 4.2 billion multiple injuries per person. It's incredible. This is a catastrophe. It's a, it's a, it's a World War III. It's amazing. Jessica Rose writes again, November 21st, it appears one motive for the foreign data set purge was to remove the MHRA reports from theirs, which I can understand if they didn't belong there in the first place, but... So. These are some of the ideas uh, people have to... Have medical freedom. This is Toby Rogers, November 21st. Proposed contract with the medical freedom community. Any politician who wants to vote in 2024 needs to agree to a 10-term pledge. This is not the way you think. You already have two zones. I don't know if this guy's in the U.S., but you have two stolen elections. 2024 will be stolen again. You already have the thing. You don't have a Department of Justice or an FBI who looks into vote fraud. It's gone. The republic's gone. Can you get it back? This generation has failed <laughs> the dictum of uh, Benjamin Franklin. Can you keep it? No, you lost it. The Republic is dead. Can you restore the Republic is really the question. You actually, I mean, I would say that the Democrat Party is a racketeer influenced corrupt organization. They're stealing this, these votes. It's a felony. So, um, Americans are brain dead, man. It's a brain dead bunch of people. <clears throat> probably TV, too much TV. This is what I was talking about earlier. Both parents are dead and they leave two children. This is from the Daily Mail, UCO, UK. Rage Against the Vaccine writes, parents die within four weeks of each other, leaving behind their two children. Amy Walton, 30, was told her cancer had spread and become terminal in May. Her partner, Chris Mills, died suddenly at her bedside while supporting her. Yaffa writes, there's no report on children and adolescents who died after vaccination. This is fake news. Claims are IMOH just days after five children died suddenly. Well, of course, there's no report. They made sure that no such report will ever exist. That's out of Israel. Jiki writes, holy crap. It was not just enough to risk prion disease by multiple mechanisms. No, you had to hit the RAS, RAF, MAPK pathway too, didn't you? Lord, do not forgive them. They knew what they were doing. Jiki writes, MAPK activation, P53, and autophagy inhibition characterize the SAR spike protein. This is Maria. At the age of 25, I've been awarded a blue badge. A year ago, I would hike, swale, swim, and work 13-hour shifts and still have energy to go out with friends. Now I can't walk, breathe, think, socialize, or continue my education. COVID has taken all I am. Crying in pain after being unable to undress myself or put on my compression socks. Luckily, I have the most amazing partner, but without him, I couldn't cope. 
25 and I can't put my socks or undress myself. Two years ago, I would cycle 32 miles in under two hours. Who am I? These are, some of these stories about the injuries are starting to make the mainstream media. So I, I have a couple of uh, screenshots of that. That's pretty interesting. Um, this is military industrial complex, November 21st, 2022. My father died suddenly two weeks ago of a catastrophic stroke. He had multiple doses of the mRNA. His platelets mysteriously dropped this year and his heart valve deteriorated so quickly that doctors were shocked. Shane, my brother died suddenly after a short time, a short time after his second vaccination. Even after his first vax, he, quote, didn't feel right, unquote, and started napping daily. Rest in peace, Sean. Esme V says, died suddenly, I personally know of four. Heart injuries, three, two of them who, who required pacemakers. Pre-2021, I knew no one who died suddenly of unexplained causes. COVID fatalities, I personally know of zero. Oldest unjabbed person I know who survived COVID, 87, my aunt. Pam writes, lying here 6,099 miles from home, trying an experimental treatment that may or may not give me some semblance of my life back and still being amazed that there is literally no public messaging around long COVID in the U.S. It is killing us quietly and no one seems to care. And this is from Children's Health Defense Org. Forum conversation, Norman Fenton on the revelations of pandemic data. Too many excellent truth bombs to extract, though I'll post these two as it highlights the false basis for the entire scandemic. Out of 136,000 deaths formally classified as from COVID on their death certificates, about 5,000, only 5% didn't have at least one other comorbidity in this group, and there were only three children under the age of 20. That's interesting because uh, Fauci said that 1,500 kids died of COVID. So that's another lie. He said this within the last month. Just a pathological liar, man. I can't believe nobody calls him on his just blatant prevarication. He's a monster. And the PCR test used as a standard for life-impacting decisions and mandates had a 99% inaccuracy rate for asymptomatic people testing positive. That means if you got a positive test on your PCR and you were asymptomatic, it was fake. So if you took a test and you were positive... With no symptoms, it was fake. Wow. Africa's only 6% vaccinated. COVID has practically disappeared. Scientists baffled. Well, I can help you out, scientists, because that means it's already gone through the whole of the continent. People beat it. And there are a lot of people in Africa are on preventative doses of ivermectin. They take ivermectin all the time, so... Your leaders here in the U.S. killed off people and are killing off people. So, this is Microaggressions Podcast with Charlie Rose. That's really kind of where it all started. Like, I think that he said that a lot of there's going to be a lot of empty cities, you know, like there's that's how many people are going to die. But I think really what's going to happen is. It's, it's not going to be that bad. I think they're saying it's about 15% of the people who took the shots get injured or die. But there's going to be a draw, catastrophic drop-off in babies. There's going to be a two- or three-year drop-off at least in children. That's just a huge dip, huge dip. 
2021, you will die unless you take our magic potion that's 100% safe, totally effective, and works every single time on every single person. It's a modern scientific miracle, and we should be thankful we have brave scientists looking out for our health. 2022, it's something, yeah. CNN, this protection is not 100%, but it's something. Wow. That's November 23, 2022. This is Peter McCullough, Sasha Ladipova on UK column, disclosing the U.S. military origins of, how co of the COVID-19 vaccines, mRNA, and how biological defense contractors make the vaccines while Pfizer, Moderna, J&J &J serve as marketing shields to protect manufacturers from scrutiny. Jenin says, one of my favorite quotes from Fauci's deposition today, quote, I have a very busy day job running a $6 billion institute. I don't have time to worry about things like the Great Barrington Declaration. That's uh, November 23rd, 2022. This is one of the evidence of the Great Barrington De Declaration from October 8th, 2020, where they says they write, Fauci and Lawrence Tabak and Francis Collins, there needs to be a quick and devastating published takedown of its premises. Premises. So, yeah. Do you, anybody have any questions? Questions or anything like that? All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers. I got another one coming up.